Hello, you're live with BBC News. I'm Anna Foster here in southern Israel, where authorities seem to have blocked humanitarian aid from entering the Gaza Strip after that week-long truce collapsed yesterday. The fighting restarted yesterday morning as both sides blamed each other for the collapse of the agreement. But one consequence of that appears to be the lack now of any humanitarian aid at all entering the Gaza Strip through the Rafah crossing. Well, this is the scene just now looking across at northern Gaza. We know that there have been many airstrikes overnight. A spokesman for the Israeli military said that they were now hitting Hamas targets all over the Gaza Strip. And we've seen ourselves this morning from this position here, again, those heavy pools of smoke rising over Gaza as that fighting resumes. And we've heard as well the, the regular sound of outgoing fire from here. We know that Israeli airstrikes have also hit areas in northwestern Gaza and also in Khan Yunis in the south. That is one of the places where hundreds of thousands of people fled earlier in the war to escape the fighting when it was focused on the north. Well, the Hamas-run health ministry said that 200 people were killed and more than 600 have been injured since the fighting restarted in Gaza at 7 o'clock yesterday morning. And reports also say that Khan Yunus, which we were speaking about there in the south of the Strip, is now seeing some of the heaviest bombardments since the war began. The Israeli military has also been dropping leaflets in parts of Gaza, warning people to leave or to move away from the focus, the new focus of this renewed fighting. And as that's been going on, we've also seen a renewed bombardment of rocket attacks towards Israel. Hamas and some of the armed groups in Gaza have been firing rockets towards Israel. And we've seen, including here in Starot, the Iron Dome defense system be uh, deployed to actually intercept them in the sky. Each side is accusing the other of breaching the ceasefire deal. And yesterday evening, as we were talking about those intensive talks that were still going on in Doha to try and bring things back on track, it appears, and certainly sources have told the BBC, that for now, at least, that appears unlikely. Well, let's start with this report from our Middle East correspondent, Hugo Bashega. The respite lasted one precious week. War returned to Gaza yesterday. A ceasefire expired, and Israeli fighter jets resumed their bombing. 200 strikes in one day, Israel says. Hanunis in southern Gaza was heavily hit. Hospitals already overcrowded struggle to cope. Israel says it is targeting Hamas, but children are again among the victims. Lana says she was with her mother and younger brother when the attack happened. Her older brother was still missing. A UN official was inside a Gaza hospital when the truce came to an end. This hospital simply cannot take more children with the wounds of war. There are children everywhere. These children are sleeping. There was a bomb literally 50 meters from here. Here, a QR code, which links to a map of the Gaza Strip, broken down into hundreds of blocks, places for people to go. The humanitarian crisis continues and may get worse. The UN says no aid entered Gaza from Egypt yesterday, and there's no guarantee any deliveries will happen today. In southern Israel, the military says it shot down 50 rockets fired from Gaza. Israel and Hamas traded blame for the end of the truce. Talks for a new deal seem to have collapsed, and the Israeli bombing continues. Palestinians still hope for peace and are again counting the dead. Well, as that firing continues from here in southern Israel towards Gaza, our Gaza correspondent Rushdie Abuluf, who is currently in Istanbul, gave me this update a little earlier 
on the renewed Israeli military operation in Gaza and how people there were feeling right now. The focus of the operation seems to be now in the south, not in the north. Well, the north was bombed also last last night and this morning heavily, but the main focus now is the four main uh, areas, four main villages east of Khan Yunis, Abassan, Benisela, Khuza'a, and uh, uh, Abassan, the, the biggest, it's called in, in Arabic, Abassan Kabira. It's been bombed heavily, hundreds of targets, I mean, tens of targets in the area were uh, destroyed, including government buildings, houses, agricultural area. It's the area that about 40% of the Gaza vegetables and fruit are grown up in this uh, in this part of the uh, Gaza. Most of the people who live there are farmers. So we, we have seen uh, images and, and pictures of people like walking their cows, walking their camels and their uh, donkeys uh, early morning and leaving uh, this area. The area People, they live there, they have a very bad experience about uh, Israeli ground uh, incursion back in 2014. When Israel, like, re-occupied about three kilometers along this area, hundreds of people were killed and hundreds of buildings were destroyed back in 2014. So the people of this area, they knew very well how the consequences of a possible Israeli ground troops being sent to this uh, area. So they decided to leave to the west and, you know, the West is already overwhelmed by over a million Palestinians who were uh, forced to leave their home, uh, homes back in the October the 13th from Gaza City and the north where the focus of the Israeli operation before this seven days uh, truce was in the north. And people were displaced to the south and so the area was people lived on top of each other. I, I have been living with those people for four weeks in the area and I know that there is no more room for any people to, to come. So the suffering, the humanitarian cost of this uh, war is getting you know bigger and bigger. And the people are unable to cope with the uh, situation, especially after the weather change from summer to, uh, to winter and people left homeless without proper clothes and without proper shelter to cope with this uh, weather condition. And now in addition to all of that, they have to receive another thousands of people who were fleeing their homes in the eastern part of the news. That's Rushdie Abuulouf, our Gaza correspondent, who's in Istanbul at the moment. And we were talking about the fact that no humanitarian aid went from Egypt into Gaza at all yesterday. Uh, the suggestion is that might be repeated again today. And that takes us really right back to the situation at the beginning of the war, when the Rafah crossing was closed, you know, even before the ceasefire that we've seen, when we see a situation where no aid at all is passing into the Gaza Strip. And I spoke a little earlier to Juliet Tuma from UNRWA on that topic. That's the UN Agency for Palestinian Refugees. And she warned of dire humanitarian consequences for civilians there. We do know that there are exerted efforts um, to renew the delivery of humanitarian assistance. And we also call for uh, not only going back to the pause, which brought quite some respite to people in Gaza, but also um, for a humanitarian ceasefire. I mean, those scenes that you were just showing, what, what your colleague was just talking about, multiple displacement, um, the the hospital, Nasser Hospital, which, by the way, I visited when I was there just last week, one of the very few medical facilities that are still available in Gaza. We are at the doorstep of a humanitarian man-made tsunami in the Gaza Strip.